10 minutes remaining. Hi, everyone, and welcome to 10K Dollar Dailies. It is Tuesday, May 19th, 2020. This is the travel size podcast that is keeping you close during social distancing. I'm Lulu Picard. And I'm Allison Burns. You normally hear our voices on our podcast, 10K Dollar Day. That's right here in the same feed, but it's those weird long ones, longer than 10 minutes. On Wednesdays, <laughs> we talk about imaginary travel. And on Saturdays, we do interviews and some bonus features. But the other podcasts, the other seven per week, are our 10-minute <laughs> dailies, a hard 10 minutes. That's right. Every time. Yes, because we rarely have rules in our other uh, <laughs> segments. That's but true. this is a rule that we follow. 10 minutes, hard 10 minutes. And we hard kept ourselves to that by And, and pretty much no editing. It's, it is a 10-minute yeah. non-edited right. unless something crazy happens. That's like right. Like a phone call drops out or something. Right, which I think has only happened once. I think you're right. I think yeah. it's only happened once. Uh, yeah. So things are happening in Florida. That's where we both happen to be at the moment, even though uh-huh. if you're new to the podcast, I actually live in New York. Uh, but I'm spending the pandemic in the panhandle. No, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not in the panhandle. I made that up. But that would have been a great oh, I like, wish. moment there. It would have if it were any sort of factual. Yeah. So it is not. I'm in You're Orlando. not even close to it. No, but it's because I went to high school there and it just came out. It oh, came, gotcha, I, gotcha. Because I did go to high school in the Panhandle, so it just kind of yeah. came out of my mouth. I was born in the Panhandle. You were? Yeah, Pensacola. There you go. Whoop, whoop. Picola. Shout out. Shout out to Picola. Um, so, Allison, yeah. Florida, things are slowly starting to open, and the dance studio where you teach and your daughter takes lessons, how yes. are you guys handling that? So they are, I guess, as of today, well, yesterday, as of Monday, they were in full phase one reopening. I think that means, and I could get some of these facts wrong, so, you know, just Google it. Um, Like seven, now it's, restaurants are at 50% or 75%, and now gyms are able to reopen. And because gyms can reopen, that also goes for, I guess, dance studios. So I work at the dance studio uh, very part-time, and then my my daughter takes very full-time. We've been doing everything via Zoom. However, we had a a meeting today via Zoom with all the teachers, and it is very crazy the amount of effort that has to go in with even teaching in the studio now. So I guess they're only allowed per room, per dance studio room, you can only have uh, 10 people, no more than 10. However, they all have to be six feet apart, even now. I don't know how gyms are going to regulate this. Right. So because of that, some of the rooms aren't big enough. There is one studio that could actually do that. But all the other rooms are are fairly, you know, they're smaller. So she's only allowing four or five students at a time in each room with one teacher. She has put on the floor taped out boxes that are all six feet apart. And the students must stay and dance inside the box that they have put on the floor. They cannot wear street shoes into the studio at all. They have to take their shoes off at the door. Mm -hmm. They also cannot bring their cell phones with them. If they do, the cell phones have to be put into a plastic bag and kept downstairs in the lobby. They cannot bring, because they said that's like, I guess one of the number one germ carriers is cell phones. Oh, that doesn't surprise me at all. You take it everywhere with you. I know. Uh, Teachers have to wear masks at all times. Students, if they're dancing, I guess, do not have to wear the mask. But if they're just like walking around the studio, they have to wear the mask. Um, They have light, the the blue light or, or, or 
white light wands. There's these wands that you I can, think they're like, UV. I think they're UV. UV light. That's it. Like they have to scan over people to make sure there's no body fluids on them. <laughs> oh, no. It's I'm like, well then what do we do? Okay, say I body swat I body wand one of the kids and they're like, you know, covered in and puke. What do you do then? Oh sorry you can't come in. I don't know. It's just the weirdest thing. For me, I actually had the option to go back and teach yesterday, which is when everything opened. And I just said no, I wasn't ready. Myself with the Find Your Light studio that you and I have, I've decided I had already said I wasn't going to go back until at least June, and even then was a you know a soft promise. Um, I don't know. I just think it's weird. I think if you can't touch the kid, you can't touch them. You can't give corrections. So it really is still very virtual, right? You you're speaking to them, yes, but they're they still do everything on their own. Like it's yeah. just interesting to me, and I almost think it's weirder. But then another teacher was like, "Yeah, but it helps the kids practice social distancing." Five and I was minutes like, remaining. Oh, that's true. I, I can get see that. that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. What do you think? This is crazy. It's a crazy time. I think that we don't yet know what the best possible <laughs> way to do it is. I mean, yeah. we talked about this yesterday. How there's no precedent, right? So, right. I think everyone just kind of has to figure it out and slowly. Uh, I think social media is really good about this. Facebook groups are good. Yeah. Everyone's going to start sharing their best practices. And yeah. I think everyone's going to have a weird growing pain, whether you're mm-hmm. a studio or a person or a whatever. Right. There's going to be moments where you're like, this is dumb. And then moments where you're like, this is a great idea. And yeah. we just kind of collectively gather that information and try stuff and share with yeah. our friends and hope that, in a month or two, the the practice of it, at least, is a little normalized. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, you know, I everyone has been comparing it to post 9-11. That, mm-hmm. that feeling when you went to the airport the first time and had to take off your shoes and yeah. had to take your laptop out. And, had to, and, and a lot of people said, this is crazy. And a lot of people said, this finally makes sense. And so you just kind of have to wait till it becomes... Normal. normalized because I know for me I fly so much I never think now I have TSA pre-check first of all ding ding get that but secondly mm-hmm. when I do have to take my shoes off and stuff like that you're never you never think this is dumb or at least right. I person I personally don't I think some people no. actually might um I think it's inconvenient Yes. And I think, oh, I forgot to wear socks now I really regret that. But mm-hmm. I don't ever think should we re-dissect this process? Right. No, you're so, absolutely right. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, That's I, so I think very it's, true. it's kind of going to be like that. It's hard to have real perspective because we're in it, mm-hmm. right? And so yeah. you want one person to be like, this is the plan. And you mm-hmm. want it to make sense and have steps. And I think that that's not going to happen. <laughs> I know. That's what's hard. It's very hard. That's yeah. what I want in life. I just want people to tell me what to do. Uh, I have a recipe that will tell you what to do. Oh, but now we're talking about cooking. All Are right, you ready? Yeah, give it's it to me. It's real good. Can you make okay. bacon? I oh, um, uh, keep talking. Okay. First of all, the easiest way to make bacon is on a sheet pan in the oven. And you don't I even have, have to- done that. Yes, you're right. Yes, okay. I have done so that. So just put it in a sheet pan, put it in the oven. You don't have to do anything to it. Bring it out. Okay. It's done, right? Got it. Yes. So I have this recipe. Get ready for this. This mm-hmm. is s'mores that instead of graham crackers use bacon oh whoa that they make so you have to you take the bacon before it before it's cooked while it's raw yeah and you make like a 
a basket weave type of thing. Like oh, a, I've seen like those. A, yeah, I've seen yeah. those. Yeah, so now you're making a solid, relatively solid something. Two right? like a square. minutes remaining. Yes. And then you cook it on the on the sheet pan, like I told That's you. Really cool. Yeah. So now it's relatively, you know, solid. And then you put the marshmallows and the chalk and you and the thing, you roast them, you put that with the chocolate, apparently magic happens. That's awesome. Yep, that link will be in our show notes. That might be the most valuable link we've ever put up. Ever. Um, and <laughs> it'll be in our show notes on our Facebook page, 10K Dollar Day, 10K Dollar Bays. We have flown through this. It is already time for happies. No, crazy. So before we go to happies, can I say that we got a message from our bay Dan Hughley, mm-hmm. uh the other day, and he made the bread, the banana pudding. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah, when we talked about how it turned pudding. out. He said it's great. It takes a lot of time because you have to wait for certain layers to set up in the gotcha. in the fridge. So yeah. he said it's about twelve hours. But Whoa. he said it was completely worth it. That so is really cool. Dan right, in Dan. California made some Magnolia Bakery banana oh, pudding. Delicioso. I know. Okay, what is your happy? My happy. We talked about it right before I got on that I realized I was telling you my happy is that um, for the first time in like three months, I'm getting sushi tonight. Hey, so hey. we have ordered. They The place has actually been closed for a couple months. They closed with it. Uh, they weren't even doing takeout. It's our favorite place. And now they have reopened. 30 so we seconds remaining. We got some sushi on the way. Oh, I love that. Yeah, excited. Uh, my yours? happy is that I made cornbread and I was like, <gasps> I think I'll make cornbread. And then I made it. And that is not anything I could ever do in my kitchen oh in my New York. York. I love cornbread. Well, I made great cornbread. Today. I love it with butter, a lot of butter. It took me 20 minutes. You Ten, can make it. Nine. I'll send eight, you the recipe. Okay. All right, seven, everyone. We'll see you six, tomorrow with five, friends like us. Four, Who needs toiletries? Three, two, one.